Jason Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. Today, is the Prime Minister staying? Is he going? Is he mad and completely obsessed with... Vegetables. We'll find out in an exclusive new fake interview. Funniest home videos throws down the gauntlet. It's time once again to begin a sentence with the phrase, In my day... Listeners take our advice to their own chagrin. Has Australian Idol fished out the Australian talent pool? It's time to find out as once again we play Australia's Got Street Performers. More of your theme months as we get ready for Smocktober. Britney Spears, is she sexier than ever? Cavalier says yes. We play Name Your Favourite Buckets. And sitting in for the whole second hour, back from Edinburgh with a head full of steam, at least we hope that's what it is, medallions of meat, it's Gregory Fleet. That's when Tony saw her. Ooh, he saw her. She walked in through the outdoor. She wore a raspberry beret. (laughs) Yes, it's all coming up on the same old Get This at the all-new time. It won't be about YouTube debates. It'll be about substance. Good afternoon, everybody. That's the Style Council here at Triple M. You're listening to Get This Around the Nation in its new time with myself, Tony Martin, please. Mm. Some fake applause for Mr Ed Cavalier. Hello, everyone. And give yourself a round. Richard Marsland on the buttons. Oh, okay. They got the Sheffield Shield clap. (laughs) The numbers just made a uh, gutsy 37 against the Tassie. Yep, almost to go to Seagull. Yeah, Mm. who stole that game? Oh, look, I think Wade Seckham, yeah. uh, Queensland's second best glove man for the best part of 10 years, was the star of that one. Who was Carl Rackerman? Oh, he oh, was a great kid. fast bowler. Yeah, a real uh, Queensland. Raw bone kid. Yep. If you're new. Amazing comb over. To get this, you will discover that the only sports we seem to know anything about is Sheffield Shield cricket. Joe Scuderi. That's very embarrassing. Tim Talent. May. <laughs> Peter Sleep. Peter Sleep, the sleep treatment. Don't forget to visit the Sheffield <laughs> Shield Gallery. Peter Taylor. On the Get This oh, website, oh. triplem.com.au. There's a carrot, but hey, what we do know about is politics. Oh, don't we? Don't we? Well, yeah. On this show, yeah. nobody can tape an interview off the telly and play it back like we can. Nobody at all. <laughs> I've got a beauty with John Howard. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear that? Yeah. Prime Minister, there's been a lot of talk about this meeting with Alexander Downer. Look, Kerry, I'm not going to get into the detail of my conversation with Mr Downer. I'm not. Well, uh, could you sum up the meeting for us in a word? Uh, I had a conversation with him. He had a meeting. He got views. He communicated those views to me. He acted correctly. He acted decently. You know what my reaction to all of these things has been over the past few days. There is simply nothing to be gained by my trying to answer to you precisely what may have been said uh, in a meeting that I didn't attend. I know what Mr Downer said to me. I know Mm -hmm. what was in my mind when I spoke to Mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. I've told you uh, there is really nothing to be gained and we're both wasting our time going into it any further. Well, that's 115 words, but uh, you can understand why people would be interested in in the future we have for the people who are viewing this program. Well, sadly, Mr Howard, it's the bill, followed by a repeat of birds of a feather. Well, I mean, give us a break. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Yes, uh, I know, it's appalling, but uh, Mr Howard, is the pressure getting to you? No, 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 Kerry, Kerry, it's not. Well, some of your recent statements have been quite eccentric. I heard Peter Beattie say the other day that he's lost interest in politics. Peter Beattie? Well, Peter's I'm sorry. an ambitious man. One day he will lead the Liberal Party. 
Right. I believe that he is my logical successor. Okay. Uh, you're also quoted as saying you'd like to fight the entire campaign dressed in a Borat-style mankini. There's a lot of things I want to do. Right. Uh, and I have uh, resolved very much uh, to fight this election campaign like none other. And in order to capitalise on the fact that many of your colleagues are more popular than you, uh, you're changing your name by deed poll yeah. to John Howard Costello Downer Turnbull Bruff. Mm. So quite a mouthful to remember on election day. So, punters so will I'll be voting for <laughs> Howard Costello, Downer, oh. Turnbull, Bruff. Well, that sounds insane. Mr Howard, I think you need to re-energise your party. How would you describe your dynamic team for election 07? Look, we're like any other group of, of, of politicians. No, that's pathetic, Mr Howard. Repeat after me. We can win this election. We can win this election. I want to stay. I want to stay. I love politics. Uh, I, I love politics. And some nauseating cliche to end on. And we owe it to the future of our children. Oh, very good. Now, what about sexing up your message, your vision for life after the but, election? But look, can I just say something about that? I've given a lot of thought to this... Right. My position in relation to the next election, and this is what I'll be telling the Australian people, is is very simple. Uh, if, if the Australian people are good enough uh, and kind enough to re-elect me again, there are a lot of things I want to do, and I would want to approach those things with enormous energy, but I would expect well into my term. Yes. And after those things have been implemented and bettered down, I would... I would probably, um, certainly form the view well into yes. my term right. uh, that it would make sense for me to retire. So, hang on, your promise to the Australian people is, if re-elected, you will retire. I thought this through. Yes. And what I'm saying to the Australian people is, yeah. well into my term, I would come to the conclusion that it would be in the interests of everybody if I retired. So that's the carrot you're dangling. Vote for me and I'll definitely piss off. I think that's good. It's a terrific idea. You're very welcome. Finally, Mr Howard, I take it you've heard Triple M's Get This program. Mm. They say the show often manipulates people's voices to change uh, their I, meaning. I, I, well, of course it does, even this interview. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who will you be voting for on election day? Uh, Rudd. Gillard. Prime Minister, thanks for your time. Uh, Peter Garrett. Oh, there you go. Voting Garrett. You heard it here first. On the same old Get This at the all new time. You're listening to Get This. I think it's off, frankly. Just think it's off. Okay. Thank you, Mr Rudd, just providing a bit of balance there. OK, I won't throw to you, Ed, because you are eating. He is eating on here. Just while we're waiting for him to uh, finish that mouthful. Uh, can you electrocute Mr Rudd, please? Sure. Ah. <laughs> People love hearing that. What they love hearing even more is the time that Ed Cavalier electrocuted himself live on air. Do you remember that? Yeah, uh, I think so. What, it was just before our break. It was flying a helicopter around That's inside fine. the studio. It was something we were giving away. And he touched the microphone with the remote control. Some people have been suggesting that that was faked up. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, really? You call this faked up? Uh, step four, leave the controller to the chopper at least five metres far away. Now, the antenna's currently touching. <laughs> <laughs> it's electrocuted. <laughs> what happened there? Ow. <laughs> there it is. That's for you, Stacey Borg. Yeah. who says, uh, but I'm sure a small electric shock is nothing serious for a man who is prepared to dry hump a meat slicing machine. Now, <laughs> we have to explain things for people who are new to the show in the new time slot. Do we, do we Tone? She's talking about meat pie. Is she Tone? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's an unreleased Australian film, a real film. You can look up the trailer. I think it's now correctly labelled trailer, as opposed to trailer. <laughs> on the YouTube, and uh, it really gives you an insight into the early people work. People really look at me differently. After they've seen this trailer, <laughs> they've, I, a, a lot of people come up to me who know me quite well, and yeah. they come and say, Ed, are you okay? Like, were you in some <laughs> trouble? You could have asked me for money. He's having sex with a meat mincing machine. It's a sort of Australian version of American Pie now. Except classier. I can understand why a desperate man <laughs> may want to make love to something they've bought at the pastry shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But who's going, oh, check out that meat mincer. I don't know. That Tony. looks like fun. To me, that's, that's sort of like a, a premise. Well, what else are you going to do, Tony? Problem? Yeah, in a, in, a, in a meat pie shop, what else are you going to have a go at? The fridge? It's not going to work. You know, the, 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 the cutting board? Well, there's nothing there. Over our break, uh, has there been any sort of um, progress in getting this film released? I told you, the last time I heard from the director, was there was no message attached. It was mm. just a flyer. For an art exhibition that said his name, hmm. art exhibition, picture of a nude woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last I heard of him. And I believe there's an added scene that they went back to afterwards for reshoots. Yeah, to, to make it run over an hour. Because <laughs> the movie was running under one hour. It's 26 more animal love. With a goat, more right, okay, yeah, yeah. The goat. 26 minutes of illegal yeah. bestiality. <laughs> that's not... And what? that's going to help it come Alleged. out. Alleged. A meat mincer. There's what? sausage rolls, there's okay. sachets of sauce. <laughs> so many other things in a meat pie shop. But you go for the thing that actually when grinds up meat. When was the last time meat? you were intimate with a sachet of sauce, Richard? <laughs> we just have had... We've had a break recently. Yeah. Yeah, what are you a quiet period. Yeah, sure. French dressing man, are you? Bit of a drought. <laughs> really? Thousand Island, yeah. He loves, <laughs> loves the condiments. Get okay. some croutons on there. Oh, okay, so what we're going to do is to kind of... Because we're trying to get this to come out. People, our listeners, no, we want us to have a screening. They want us oh, to have a special. What a great idea. Yeah. No. They said they want a, a bootleg screening of your unreleased film and my unreleased film. What have you got, Richard? All your stuff's out on community television. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, it's every, it's every... Yeah, I'm on every week. What about a Get it's This almost bootleg film festival? Oh, that that sounds good. Okay. Yeah, 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 Add that to the list of things we're never going to get around to. Oh, speaking of... Because there's been so many of them. Yeah, again, yeah. for new listeners, Ed, just this year, speaking promised a rain dance exhibition. He promised... No, I didn't. You did? No, I promised a rain dance. <laughs> well, did we get even that? <laughs> Like, this is it now. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I, somehow I feel like you're going to electrocute yourself. Somehow it's going to happen. Then there was going to be the power ballad you were writing with Richard. Oh, now, Richard, this something's happened with that. Yeah, we'll get to that. There was the crap night out. Oh, yeah. There was the uh, booty bank challenge in Zoo Magazine. That's still on. And what about the attempt to get onto Funniest Home Videos? Well, okay, this is, that, this is the, the, the saddest of the lot because, as you know, I made a brilliant film last year, uh, Me Dressed as a Giant Mouse, Comes home, surprises my friend Travis. Mm. He turns around, punches me in the face. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. It's no meat pie, but it was good. It was very entertaining. <laughs> but it's the no community television cameo appearance. Unfortunately, you mentioned it on air. Yeah, for weeks. Before yeah. they even opened the envelope. Shush, oh, Tony. Mm. But the point is that Funniest Home Videos has been taunting me ever since. Now, I'm the only person with the last name Cavalli in Australia. That's true. As we know. Now, listen to this. Sam Trotter's written in and said, I was watching uh, Funniest Home Videos the other day. There was a setup, a kid, a classic four or five, made a slingshot out of two posts on the ground, something hit him in the face. Then, over the voiceover, over the top of the video said, this'll teach old man Cavalier next door to not to mess with oh, us. How bad is it when you're being stirred by the voiceover man at funniest? Well, there's no there's no way to get back at him, so I've brought him into the studio. Have you just? He's standing in front of me here, and he sounds a bit like Richard, and I'm going to get back at him the only way he knows how. Yeah. All right, Mr. Uh, 
What's your name, Mr. Uh, Mr. Voiceover Man? Well, how would you feel if I accidentally exposed myself to you, hey? Well, why don't I just push you down these stairs? How about that? Okay, well, I'd cobble look at this cute puppy. How do you feel about that? Yeah, right, and to finish it off, I'm going to kick Richard in the nuts. <laughs> all me plums! That'll learn him. It just felt to me like you were taking it all out on Richard. Yeah. You weren't even calling him the funniest voiceover guy by the end. <laughs> It's very poor. We have got to live up to one of our promises these. one of these days. Maybe it'll happen next. I'll get this. Let's get this. When the river runs dry. Uh, mm. Yeah, the new time slot. You feeling good about it, Rich? I love it. Yeah. Ed, feeling comfortable? Yeah, I feel great. Yeah, we've put some blinds up. The sun isn't getting in here <laughs> like it was yesterday. Back. Disorienting that <laughs> celestial body in the sky. I don't know where all <laughs> that light's coming that. from. Okay, what are we doing here? Oh, we should point out it's our new time slot mm. and the station tells us we've got to, you know, pull our socks up. Mm. Because we're on Broadway. Hey, is that Broadway? Sorry, that's not Broadway. That's the end credits of National Lampoon's Vacation. That's, that's when we're on highway. All right. I think you'll find, Tone, we're on Broadway. All right. Now that we've lost everybody. <laughs> Sarah Bright, haunting tunes. Hey, it's here something that happens when you move on to... The Great White Way, mm. as it were. Free CDs. We never got any free CDs no, for right the first up. year and a half of this great. show. Tom. Record companies just ignored us. I don't know why. We're so complimentary about the music normally. <laughs> so yeah. true, Tony. I got, so, look at this. I got me. Who is it from? Uh, Sony BMG. Because we do like to declare all the free stuff we get on air. Yeah, I should declare that box of sand yeah. someone said to me earlier. <laughs> Ta very much. Most. <laughs> that box of Milky Bars. In fact, yesterday in the mail, I should thank Clinton Smith. He sent me a copy of Death Proof, the Quentin Tarantino film in Grindhouse. How cool is that on DVD? The long version. The long version, and it's brilliant. It's got the best car chase in it. Thank you very much, Clinton Smith. I'm declaring. <laughs> when the listeners said something, is that cash for comment when the listeners send in yeah, something? You, I don't know what it is. You I working mean, for Smitty? Am I advertising Clinton Smith? Yeah, you are. <laughs> okay. You're beholden to Smitty. <laughs> what do you, what, what's Smitty got on you? Has he got pictures of you, Richard? Well, yeah, clearly that's why I sent me DVDs. Yeah, okay, well. He, ready? Well, look at this, Tone. Okay, uh, open it up. Open this up. Live on here. It's right said Fred's the come first back. <laughs> something from <laughs> Transmission Vamp. The uh, first free CDs we've... Or the tin lids. Ever uh, got. Okay, here we go. Foo Fighters. Oh, we play them on the station. Oh, The Pretender and... Uh, oh, it's an album of Foo Fighting. Yeah. Okay, well, that's... You, <laughs> it's an album of Foo Fighting. That's your that's modern rock for kids. That's What's good news. The other one. He's electrocuted himself again. Oh, Shannon Noel, turn it up. I'll just send that one on to the Will and Limo program. Look at this. <laughs> Look how moody he's looking. I'll just check to see if we're playing them before you bag him Wait out. Wait a second. So what's happened is Shannon's sort of hanging outside front of a cafe. Yeah. And it's as if I'm inside eating... Uh, some pancakes and I've looked up and he's looking at me moodily through the window. But he's lost that little triangle, hasn't he? Oh, he's lost the triangle. Really, that's it? He's gone all Chris Isaac on us. <laughs> I mean, has he lost his special powers now without that? little help is you break down. Sorry. Won't let go. Only thing missing. These are some of the tracks you can hope to hear. <laughs> you do realise we're still going to air. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is that your version of Shannon Noll, is it? Yeah. Is he touring? Because no, uh, he's not snubbing Australia. He's part of Australia. Yeah, yeah. He is Australia as far as I'm concerned. Look at these people who have decided to snub Australia. Barbara Streisand is snubbing Australia uh, during her latest tour yeah. because she was uh, offended by comments during her last tour, her timeless tour in 2000. Uh, Streisand was slammed by critics for using an auto cue 
to remember stage banter between songs. Not even the lyrics. Like the material she's doing between oh, songs. Funny. Yeah. Stuff like, is there anyone here currently involved in a heterosexual relationship? <laughs> like, you'd be able to remember that, wouldn't you? I would have thought that banter would be lasered onto your brain there. Stock standard. <laughs> Who else is avoiding Australia? Well, Madonna has consistently snubbed Australia since 1992. The girly tour, girly which tour. I worked at uh, both days in Sydney. I, wor- I was an ice cream seller, and it was the f- it was it was cans on mass. Yeah, it was just from from opening to closing. Whoa. Is this Coimbra period? Hey, sorry, Coimbra. Yeah, so but not. But you wouldn't know it because it was off. Fifteen years later, and you still recall. That it was cans on mass. It was, and what they did, in case you couldn't see the cans, they had this massive pole <laughs> that someone would shimmy to the top of, cans akimbo, and then just <laughs> sit there. It was like a can satellite. It's get this, your can do connection. <laughs> We've got more snubbies on the list. Who else? We're going to get to them next. Ooh, sizzle. Sizzle. Here we get this on Triple M. On Triple M. The program is Get This. I've used the analogy. Oh, no. It's like a (sighs) highly designed Formula One racing car. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's Mm -hmm. driving at a fast pace. Of course it is. Of course it is. But if a driver in a highly calibrated Formula One motor racing car takes a corner too wide, sure, sure, something's going to happen, or breaks in the wrong way, or breaks in the, you'll have a crash. A crash, absolutely. (laughs) Highly calibrated. I don't know what he's on about. That's what this show is. You know, forget the racing cars. Just get behind the wheel of four by fours. Ute of the Year, 4x4 Australia, have voted two years running for the Nissan Navara, our, spons- our sponsors. It's yeah. by coincidence. Gardening Australia, are they, uh, their magazine, are they quiet on Family Circle? Is their uh, yeah. Ute of the Year come out yet? Trailer by Monthly haven't... What about, uh, uh, Bacon Busters? Have they, uh, they have made their winner this year? They've said nothing, but I'm sure real, they... People's Real Girls, have they... Uh, <laughs> is that uh, a whole magazine now? Should be. Oh, the arse of the Ute is in the uh, Booty Bank and Zoo magazine. Oh, is that right? Wonderful. Fantastic. Cool, blimey. The Ute Bank. It's oh, great, they should I, do that. It's not Friday. It's Tuesday. It's the Ute Bank. That's a Friday joke. Okay. <laughs> All jokes must go on Friday. Oh, then it turns oh, ugly. Pun heavy. Uh, what were we talking about just before that uh, Paul Kelly bizzo? Oh, yes, snubbing. Who else is snubbing Australia? Oh, yeah, Streisand's not coming. Uh, bon Jovi, oh, uh, they've recently only gone as far as Japan. They haven't mm. made it down to Australia. Mm. We know why that is, because Marty Sheargold will no longer... Right, uh, provide the flashbots. Yeah, he is a flashbot specialist. Used he to is. do all of the Van ha- all of the Halen, all of the Jovi back in the, um, back in the late 80s. Yep. Yeah, but he's busy on the uh, M's in Sydney, so no dice. So they don't come here anymore. Who else is snubbing? Uh, George Michael will not tour. Because he refuses to do long-haul flights. Not enough shrubbery in our parklands for him to cavort about him? Not enough time to scoob up, I'm presuming. (laughs) Oh, listen to this. Genesis is unlikely to bring its current world tour to Australia. (laughs) So it's not all bad news. Oh, oh, fantastic news. (laughs) Richie, what's going on uh, in the world of show business? Uh, you've got something for us. Got the brand new new idea here. Oh, oh wow! What's happened? Beck Hewitt on the cover. Yeah, and I'm not sure what's going on with this story because this was on today tonight. I think last week, mm, right. yeah. some controversy about something about how she devoted. Well, she said she was going to help this orphanage in Cambodia. Mm. I'll just read it out here because I don't want to get it wrong. Sure. No, and sure. new idea. Had it right. Yeah. New idea. Uh, now that she uh, Beck Hewitt vowed to build an orphanage in Cambodia mm. when she was newly engaged. Now she lives a jet set life, but she's broken that yep. promise to the starving children. Sure. 
Uh, she had vowed, I want to build an orphanage, starting off with the land, the building, and then feeding the kids. But after $45,000 from TV commitments and no cash direct from the superstars' pockets, the orphanage is still waiting. Is that right? And the Hewitt family is enduring a very public backlash. Ooh. Look at all the things they buy, though. They've listed all the, the bling. The yeah. Palm Beach Sydney house, the the, the acreage in Dural. Oh, Beckingham Palace. Adelaide waterfront property, the Hummer. I've got a Hummer. <laughs> I've got a Hummer. Maybe the kids could move into that. Why can't some kids move into Beckingham Palace? And then you turn the page, there's the sad little kids there. Oh, oh. there they are. And I think also in the same article, uh, they blame her for leaving Pumpkin at the train station. That's so true. <laughs> That's true. They're throwing everything at her at the moment at Beck Hewitt. Got to watch her. Shifty eyes. You I noticed that when they got engaged. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Massive forehead. <laughs> Kids could live there. <laughs> well, put an awning over the top over the forehead. Kids could live under that. Beck a couple of thousand underneath. There. Beck Hewitt's massive forehead pictures next. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what's coming next. What do you got? Talk back mountain. Yeah. On get this. Here get this on Triple M where really you should uh do oneself a favour. <laughs> Pop down to the uh, website. What's the address again? Uh, triple M.com.au. Oh, there's so much there. Forward slash get this. The Borgust Gallery. That's kicking oh, goals. That was good stuff, wasn't it? If you're new to the show, we just finished celebrating Borgust. It was something we said as a joke one day. Why not dress up as one of the Borg from Star Trek just for a stir? Photos started arriving. Yep. I had to get some prizes. Three remote-controlled helicopters. Yep. Everyone's a winner, apart yeah. from the people that didn't win. And really, the prizes were, as so often they do on this show, going to the people who made the least effort. <laughs> people who built elaborate Borg-style costumes didn't even get into the semis. Wasted their time. Bloke just stuck a box on his head. He's going home in a helicopter. Top of the pile, my friend. <laughs> Top of the pile. That's how we roll here at Get This Home of Talkback Mountain. <laughs> Thank you, Oms Sons Chapeaux. Now, something I love probably more than anything else in the office downstairs is when I hear Ed Cavalier, who is... How old are you, Ed? Just so 27. 27. Didn't you turn 28? Oh, yeah, 28. Sorry. It's lying about oh, your age. That. Sorry, I, I, that would slip my mind. I am 28, you're right. Under 30. Sorry. Lying about his age, but I love it when I hear you use these words in my day. Yeah, man. When you start going to people in their early 20s. Absolutely right. <laughs> if you were born in the 90s, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the thing nowadays is that so many kids, if you if you hear a song in a movie or mm. you, you're looking for a song, you can just go to the internet and dial up the lyrics and find out the name of the yeah. song, download it in five minutes. It's in okay. my day, yes. you used to have to go to the secondhand record stores every day after school and file through heaps and heaps of records this to find a song. So true. Can I do one of these? It takes hours and days and weeks. In my day, in the 70s, being a film nerd, you know, being a film nerd now, this is what it sounds like. There you go. Oh, hang on. I've just bought a house for uh, JB from the Melbourne cage. I shouldn't have touched that computer. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. You just look anything up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's the way I do it. Oh, you have to, use, have, to have the Halliwells in the 70s. You oh, to, yes. You had to hope that your local library had a subscription to the LA Times and that somebody hadn't stolen the calendar section. <laughs> you had to stay up till four in the morning. There was no video recorders. You had to have a pen and paper to transcribe the end credits. You had to be fast. You know what I used to have? The golden video retriever. Mm. Every video ever released, every single year we got it at the video store oh, and I would yeah. just study it. Just study it, study it, study it. Just to see if Dom DeLuise had done anything I didn't know about. 
<laughs> so in my day, is that what we're doing? So we're starting so sentences. So start a sentence within my day. Now, there, there is another reason for this, yeah, apart yeah. from our nerdy ones. There's mm. a, a bridge is going to be built in a Chinese village where kids are forced to cross a raging torrent <laughs> on a steel cable to get to school. Yeah. Now, sure, a flying fox is a fun, and I agree with you, but only when it's mattresses or soft ground underneath, when it's a raging torrent, which I assume is full of electrified somethings. So? In my day, well, actually, in my day, I used to have to make my own lunch uh, when I went to school yeah. from about the age of grade two. Yeah. Now, I don't know if anyone's ever eaten celery sticks in sticks of Vegemite every day for a month, but you can get fairly strange on that stuff. <laughs> so in my day, I had to make my own lunch and I had to carry my horse to school through the snow. Wow. In my day, when you, you wanted to get yourself strange, you had to have a piece of celery with some Vegemite on it. There was none of this modern crystal meth for us. <laughs> In my day, you want to do another one, Rich? Well, in my day, if we're talking about school days, yeah, yeah, um, we I can only imagine what used to happen to you at school. <laughs> in my day, we used to go to school in, in the big old yellow school bus. Where have they gone? Oh, really? Yeah, like the old Napoleon Dynamite school bus. Yes, driven by Mrs. Stoner. Did you get any up the back? Any any, no. any kissing up the did back? Did I push the window out? Yeah. Is that what you mean? No, did you get a, get a passion on the school bus? Uh, no, I no, think we need to know more about Mrs. Stoner. Yeah, who's Mrs. Stoner? <laughs> She's still doing it. Oh, oh, I, I, hi, kids. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Mrs. Stoner. We're going to the moon <laughs> In my day, dogs used to come to school and kids used to play with the dogs. You so know, true. But, you know, like... So true. One day it was our dog. And? <laughs> and there's a dog running around the... Oh, my God, it's our dog. <laughs> In my day, there was nothing cooler than to be a truck driver with an orangutan. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> That's what we call them in New Zealand, the orangutan. Sorry. Well, that's the way it's spelled. Yeah. Is that right? right? In my day, you'd spend uh, most of the afternoon waiting for the Commodore 64 cassette to load so you could play wheelchair soccer. (laughs) Only for it to fail (laughs) on hour six of the load. That's all you have to do, listeners. Call us up with a sentence that begins with the phrase, in my day, dot, dot, dot. Is there a prize, Ed Cavalier? Well, do you want to give away the CDs we just got given? On the record. Okay, so we're going to give people a choice. Yeah, let's give some good CDs away. You can either have the Foo Fighters. Yeah, with uh, Echoes, Silence, Patience and Grace. Or you can have Shannon Knoll, Moody As, with Turn It Up. Call us now. Say, in my day, one triple three five three. No. We'll never know what we'll play next at Triple M. We're not that old, Rich, please. Oh, Wild West. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Just assassinated the Prime Minister. <laughs> mm. On radio, on national radio, it's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. We're up Talkback Mountain and we're simply saying, start a sentence. Why not? It's a lot of fun. Mm. Start a sentence with the words, in my day. <laughs> Does this count as a song, Nikki? No. Computer is saying no. All right, who's on the line with a sentence for us, Ed? G'day, Michael. How are you going, guys? Good, mate. Way you go. In my day, when you used to watch the nudie bits on your VCR, you'd have to put up with the lines. Oh, oh that's so true from all the pausing. The pause exactly. lines. Yeah. Michael, so what were some of your favourite VH, uh, VCR, you know, VHS nudie bits? Oh, uh, well, I'd have to say Under Siege. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. You both loved Under Siege. Yes, yes uh, Erica, Ellen, and I are emerging from birthday cake. That's mm. it. <laughs> Which was, because Ed used to work at a video shop, which was the scene in a movie with the most tracking difficulties? Are we talking basic instinct? No, we're not talking basic instinct tone. It was Porky's. It was the... (laughs) 
the first part of the party scene in Porky's and where sometimes people would bring the video back and say this doesn't work and you'd put it in and there was a howling screeching noise when the Norks came out because that was the bit that was so heavily paused. Okay. And one time it just snapped in the video play. Wow. Well, forgetting that. But not Porky's The Revenge. People were over it by then. <laughs> For uh, joining us uh, down this end of the pool, what uh, CD would you like, Michael? Would you like Foo Fighters or Shannon Noll? Um Oh, geez, guys. Um, uh, Foo Fighters, thanks. Foo okay. Fighters. Right. Coming your way, Michael. Uh, signed by none of them. Great. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Lovely to talk to you. G'day, Mark. How are you? Good. Yourself, Ed? Great. Way you go. In my day, cartoons were real. A duck could get its bill shot off and, a, and they could have a cigarette at the same time. Oh, so true. that was so true. Characters smoking in the cartoons. Yeah, it was just... It's just boring now. All they do is play with cards and throw swords at each other. Yeah. It's all product placement, isn't it, Mark? Like, they've all kind of, like, they've always got their swords up front so I can go and buy it and stuff, isn't it? <laughs> exactly, Ed. Now, tell me, Mark, were you a Smurfs fan? No. What? Really? Because oh, yeah. I used to love it. Cause the, oh, there was no gunplay or smoking in the Smurfs, though. No, but yeah, I watched no. It, I watched Papa Smurfs years just didn't do it for me. Well, well <laughs> <laughs> you're obviously nothing like Gargamel because the whole premise of the Smurfs, the whole show is based around... Smurfs being delicious. Gargamel wanted them so badly that he was willing to put up with pretty much anything just to get one taste of one. Imagine imagine what they taste like, Mark. Imagine what they must taste like for a man to dedicate his life to them. You've thought about that too hard. I, I have. Mark. Mark is right. I think I've had two weeks off. Today's man. kids just are being denied the opportunity to see a duck's beak shot around the back of his head. We're living in a nanny state. What price do you want? Um, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Okie dokie. Foo Fighters 2, Noel, Nil. Who's going next? Fighting fighting Shannon hard to shift. Hi, Danielle. How are you? I'm Mark. Oh, sorry, Mark. How are you? Oh, good, mate. Yourself? Great. Take it away. Where you go? Well, well, back in my day, if we ever had to go somewhere, we we had to get the pushy out, we had to walk. These days, well, my kids, they want to be taken everywhere. Oh, Oh, don't they? What's the shortest distance you've had to drive one of your kids? Oh, the shortest distance, probably 50 metres up the road to school. Oh, just to fetch a ball that's been... (laughs) (laughs) Across the road, yeah. Now, Mark, were you walking, you know, on the streets paved with cobbles, no shoes, that kind of deal, (laughs) carrying your horse? Uh, Well, actually, uh, uh, we had a holy house down at Rife. Uh, Those days, it was all corrugated, sort of sandy, dirty roads. Oh, yes. But it toughened you up, didn't it, Mark? Did you uh, say, where did you say, ride or rye? No, in, in ride. Uh, before I moved to Queensland, uh, yeah, in Sydney. Mexico, so. Yeah, isn't that where Batman's hanging out these I days? Think so. Yeah, Shaking yeah. hands with the Prime Minister. <laughs> Very nice. Which album would you like? Oh, mate, two, five, seven. It's wonderful as well. Hey, listen, can I give you a topic too for yes. the conversation? Sure. sure. I'd like this one. How about great uh, Smoko uh, takeaways and things? Like, I'm a driver. <laughs> We've got lots of great Smoko shops we go to. Oh, All that's right. a good idea. It's almost too good for us. Yeah, you know what? This Mark? is the home of where did you wear your tracksuit pants? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Uh, a, a CD coming your way. Certainly. We do can't we? say which one. Uh, finally, Danielle, how are you? Yeah, I'm well. How are you? Great. Way you go. Uh, in my day, I went to a uh, private girls' school and they made us wear horrid grey tunics to school with, you know, those white collars, flying nun collars. Oh, I, I, yeah, I do Torture. And yeah. now it's just boob tubes and G-strings for everybody, <laughs> isn't it, really? We wished. We wished. <laughs> and, uh, Danielle, did you try and sort of, you know, lift your hem a little bit? Oh, of course. And, yeah. And how did you go? Pulled the socks down. Oh, really? Yeah. You were a devil. Yeah. <laughs> so was that sort of the school policy? The scratchier the clothing, <laughs> the less likely the teenage pregnancy? Uh, pretty much, yes. 
Danny. <laughs> All right, Danielle, uh, what would, which album would you like? I'd love Shannon Knowles, tragic oh, as that yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon no, Knowles. That's not tragic at all, Danielle. His moody, his moody looks are coming your way in the post as we speak. Thank you oh, very much for so taking much. part. Personally autographed by Richard Marsland. Thanks right. to everyone who took part in In My Day and in the next hour. Oh, look, he's back from oh, overseas. Oh. Well, he's yeah. not here yet. He's not here yet. <laughs> 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 he may be here, he may not. That's what he does. It's Greg Fleet. Get this. Um, that's not my scene. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Do what I want because I can. If I don't, because I want to. Don't panic, you haven't slept in. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. Thanks to the Nissan Navara, it's the second hour of Get This in our new time, our later yeah, time. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and look at Greg Fleet. He thought we were still on earlier in the day, which has caused him to arrive on time. It's fantastic. <laughs> I was really going for the record today. I was going to be five hours late. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And you've brought us in icy poles. That's, oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Because I was going to be five hours late. You notice they're a bit melty. Yeah, we I like... thought, oh, I'm going to have to buy my way out of this with some sort of iced confectionery. <laughs> <laughs> we like a melty, and I guess you're back from Edinburgh, so it must be a treat to be able to... Uh, Eat food again. Is that racist? <laughs> Is that racist? I'm not sure. That's the question we'll be asking today. My um, parents are Scottish, so uh, if that helps. Okay. Right. <laughs> They've never eaten food. The food not delicious in Edinburgh? Is that what we're um, No, we unless doing? you go to like... I find an Italian restaurant, is, as long as it's run by Italians, is yeah. an Italian restaurant wherever you go. Like, you know, there, there's a restaurant in Edinburgh that's very much like your, um, you know, like your little St Kilda or Carlton Italian restaurant. Yes. So I was finding myself eating a lot of pasta. Right. Mm. You didn't uh, go to the Kebab Mahal? That's uh, a great one. No. Oh, they've got some great punny names. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, I can't even think of it off the top of my head, but, you know, like, just... Think of anything Scottish. Well, you know, look, we'll get to them all in this hour, and it's a good day uh, for you to be I'm here. I am in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's happening. Australia's got street performers. We're going to do Whoa, that. Yes. Oh, my God. We're going to stun people, mm. and uh, I think there might be a prize. Is that right, Ed? Well, I've got 40 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Icy Pulse. It's all coming up on the same old Get This at the all-new time. It's the second hour, and it's time to welcome our co-host. It's the man who created this memorable jingle. Turn your smile into a frown. Turn your wardrobe upside down. Jumper pants. The creator of jumper oh, pants, Greg Fleet. Das Jumperbanden. Just try it. Just try it now in your car. <laughs> Take that jumper off. Whack it on your deck. <laughs> and somebody actually gave me a, a MySpace, got on my MySpace thing and went, hey, yeah, jumper pants are great, but have you ever tried pant jumpers? And were trying to talk me into putting jeans on as a jumper. Yeah. Okay. Went, no. That's no. too much innovation. Yeah. Just back from the Edinburgh Festival, did you kick ass over there? In a very artistic way, yes. I, yeah. I kicked ass with Alan Cummings in the back eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, um, I did well. I, I, uh, I got lots of work lined up for next year and I got invited to do a couple of festivals and stuff that I'd wanted to do for mm -hmm. many a year. Right. So, yeah, it's all uh, it's all looking good on the OS front for the fleet, man. <laughs> mm. uh, but uh, if only I could get an open spot down the ESPY. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still struggling in your home country. Yeah, well, all yeah. that's going to... Look, there's lots of ideas coming in about you. Um, oh, it's a football team. What is the Fleet football team, Mr Cavalier? Do you know uh, about It's a them? rugby team out of Sydney in the Australian Rugby Championships yeah. where the major cities playing off against each other. Rugby so, Union. Sorry, the one. don't worry, listeners. We're not biased against any particular code. We know nothing about any of them. Mm. Kangaroos. 
Uh, listen to this. Yeah. This bloke here. Oh, he's anonymous. He doesn't Ooh. want us taking the piss out of his name. But anonymous says, Ooh. went along to one of these games, <gasps> North Sydney Oval, for an hour and a half. We've heard this before. All he heard was thousands of people screaming, Fleet, Fleet, oh. Fleet. Good work, Fleet. I love you, Fleet. Oh. And all he could think about was jumper pants. For the record, <laughs> the Fleet won 25 to 19. So good work, Fleety. But a boom sweet. I do love the idea that it's uh, a team of rugby players from Melbourne versus Greg Fleet, and he comes oh, out on top. And I come out on top. <laughs> Sweet Fleet, can't be beat, running with the rugby ball down the street. <laughs> Says here, mate, Dazzled you... by rhymes, oh, they were yeah. left helpless. <laughs> Talk to your agent, this person says, and maybe you could drop ten minutes of new gear at the oh. next half time of the fleet, because then, when you go well, they just keep the charm going. Yeah. See, we want to get some recording equipment to one of these mm-hmm. games and get the chance yeah. for the next oh, time yeah. you come in. What's Wouldn't that be good? Time, why don't you go to the next That's rugby match? When? Well, we could get them How? if we went there. What? Where if we went there, I could get up and actually say to them, "Look, when we record this, can you please all yell, Greg Fleet, Greg Fleet, or something like that?" And they'd do it. They'd all they'd, they'd do it. For sure. They do what you say, Fleet. Hey, um, one gig I did overseas, you'd be really yeah. interested in is, you know, Andrew Maxwell, the Irish guy. No, he's a really he's a cool guy, cool comedy. He actually got nominated for the award this year, but he does this great gig, a midnight gig. Uh, he does it in London once a week, and then he does it in Edinburgh a couple of nights a week, called Full Mooners. Yeah. And it is great. And basically, he comes out in a cape and all this kind of stuff, and his audience, they're very uh, on side, and instead of cheering, they howl, right. and this this projection of the moon goes on the back the back wall every now and then, and every time that goes on, they all just go, oh! There's a couple of hundred of them. And you'd think, as a stand-up, it would throw your timing and throw you off and everything. <laughs> yes. But it, it's really invigorating. It's quite bizarre. When there's like 200 people howling at you in the middle of the night with this mm. big moon behind you, it actually makes you go, yeah! Well, imagine then if you had 3,000 people chanting fleet, fleet, fleet. It wouldn't be as moony, but it'd be excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, plenty of good ideas, plenty more to get to, and a lot of questions about your recent work. Have we got some sizzle there, Mr. Mars? Because... A lot of questions about urethra. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Urethra. Urethra Franklin. But no, we've uh, had a lot of requests Ow. to hear the Prime Minister sing the Venger Bus song again. That may happen cool. if there's time in this hour of Get This. It's Get This around the nation on Triple M where Greg Fleet is sitting in for this hour. Just been down the shops, have you? Oh, yes, and uh, I've got the icy poles for the yeah, gang. very nice. The yeah, gang's all lovely. here. But uh, I was, it's the same guy in this milk bar. It's my local milk bar just down the road. And uh, I often think the guy isn't paying attention to me when I'm ordering Why he just, he just, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like, I sense he's not really paying attention. So, this time I went, uh, yeah, I'll have this, I'll have these six Aussie poles, can I have a bag for those? Yeah, yeah, and I'll have this, yeah, 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 and I'll have that, yeah, yeah. And I went, and can I have a Harundi Haranut? And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, <laughs> and kept adding stuff up. Like, How much is a Harundi Haranut? And what is one? And do I now have one? You know? <laughs> Check the bag. But that was the weird thing because he went, yeah, yeah, like he, you know, he was paying attention. The weird yeah. thing is, I did arrive here and found I did have a Harundi Haranut yeah. in my bag, so he was paying attention. Could I have a chest of drawers, please, from the 18th century? <laughs> <laughs> Just throw it in. What about? I think uh, this was happening down in Melbourne. There's a service station which has been—it's uh, not funny, obviously—it's been burgled three times. Oh, burglar. And I just noticed on the news the last line of the story was the burglars by the same people. So I'm not saying... Same guys. <laughs> it would yeah. be not that unusual if it had been burgled three <laughs> times, but by the same people. And it Where said that those? they fled the servo with money, chocolate and condoms. <laughs> oh! There's your haul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a night on the All town. All look for someone having safe sex and arrest that mode. <laughs> <laughs> someone having sex.
with a top deck. No. <laughs> Let's move along. Indeed, what about this? Are you the ad or are you the, the voiceover for the ad for Noodle Box, Greg Fleet? No, but I am the voiceover for the Yellow Dog in the Home Hardware. That's true. That's right. Katie and Tony from Brisbane say that you've been uh, moonlighting as the uh, voice of Noodle Box. Uh, not true, not true. No, but it could be. No, I'm not going to say it. I was going to have a go at a comic who rips people off, but no, I won't. <laughs> but is um, there a sort of like now that you're the voice of Home Hardware Dog, what's your uh, contract like? Does that mean you can't do, you obviously couldn't play any other plasticine dogs? No, but that's it. It's just plasticine dogs. I can play cats. Uh, I could play. For example, I could be the Mitre 10 cat. Oh, well. Uh, that'd be, I'd feel morally wrong. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's true. And yeah. there is no Mitre 10 cat. Your most famous <laughs> role, obviously. <laughs> not yet, there isn't, but of your many famous roles, surely I, none more oh, famous than. My favourite, of course. Episode 517 mm-hmm. of Prisoner, Delivery mm-hmm. Man 2. And let's just remember, Tone, that's Delivery Man 2. That's right. Not one. Probably my favourite ever story told on this show was when you talked about filming that and uh, the actor playing Delivery I, Man 1. Find him. Uh, accusing you of trying to upstage. Yeah, and basically kept, he'd say things like, uh, he'd say, uh, listen, mate. Because basically we both had, we had like one line each and the rest was just lifting this stupid <laughs> robot that had a prisoner hiding in it in the back of our truck. <laughs> and uh, he took me aside on one stage and went, listen, mate, uh, I think if you, if you check the script, you'll find uh, Delivery Man 1 and pointed at himself, Delivery Man 2 and pointed at me. Like, tone it down, you know? <laughs> And uh, I just thought, you you terrible, tragic old loser. Yeah, like, well, here's the big news. Oh, he's it, written in. He's no. a big fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's the, in the studio. He now. <laughs> <laughs> he's your father. Hey, Delivery Man 1. No, what's happened is they're putting out what is described, according to Andrew Mercado, as the world's biggest ever DVD <laughs> box set. All 600 and something episodes, episodes of Prisoner. That is ridiculous. So finally we'll be able to see what the fuss is about. Anyway, went to the internet, looked up... I've never seen it. ...Prisoner, looked up Delivery Man 2. Seems you played Delivery Man 2 in 517. Don't ep- tell me I got recast. Earlier in the series, episode 430, Nick Buffalo played Delivery Man 2. Oh. Although according to nerds on the internet, his name was misspelt as Rick Buffalo. <laughs> I took the buffs. I took the buffs action. And then a few episodes after you, episode oh. 539, oh. someone called Terry Brittingham essayed the role oh. the of Brit- Delivery Man number two. I was wondering why I never got a call back about that. I, I sensed they were using Delivery Man 2 and I wasn't getting the call. It's like the three cat women in Batman. Are you yeah. the Eartha Kitt or are you the Lee Merriweather or are you the no, Julie Newmar? Newmar. Newmar. You're the Newmar. I'm the Newmar. But, uh, yeah, sing that. Um, that it's uh, Delivery Man 2. So you actually looked up Prisoner and yeah. Delivery Man 2, yeah. and that came up. That's right. It's a real character, Delivery Man 2. That yeah. is so funny. Type it into the Internet Movie Database. And what I thought we might do the next time you're here is we might get Nick, nay, Rick Buffalo and Terry Brittingham in. I want to have a delivery off. A delivery off. Who can deliver stuff the best? Who can deliver stuff the second best? <laughs> Who can deliver stuff in the most secondary manner? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. a great idea. Hey, you're delivering stuff really well, but a little too well. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right, that's for next time. What about this time, that's Nick? That's a great idea. Here's what we're doing today. Ooh. Ed Cavalier's been floating this one. The Cav. Australia's Got Street Performers. Mm. Oh, ne- don't they? Next on Get This. Let's get this around the nation. Go Triple M. No, that wasn't. That was uh, Ben Lee. <laughs> I think it was I new. It was the go-between. From Ben Lee. I tell you, there's a good new uh, go-between 
Salute album out. Have you got that one, Rich? No, I oh. haven't yet. I, I, there was there was one years ago with Frente and Flat Stanley. Is this the live the live one? No, this is other people doing. Uh, uh, Josh yeah, but, but write your adventures down. It's but called. Is it live? Because I saw a thing on uh, TV. Oh no, this is they've recreated that right. in the studio. Because that was yes. a great gig. I saw that on television, and there was a whole lot of people doing go between songs. It was it, as a kind of tribute to Grant McLennan. Fleety, yes. you and your sock puppets weren't asked. Uh, yes. No, I, I I've dragged the sock puppets out. That's their third. Third going yeah, to see while <laughs> really this happened while you were overseas. Uh, yeah, I didn't see it because baffling, I was, oh, confusing. <laughs> it was yeah. certainly off topic for the debate. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. And and uh, and you know what? For that debate, that was uh, I was still uh, running a muck at that stage, shall we say? Oh, and yes. um, that was I was meant to be there two hours before, mm. and I got there four minutes before, and they were freaking out. They were not happy at all. And neither was I. I was so tense, you know, in the cab going, oh God, please, you know. Well, here's what we're going to do today. Since you've been at the Edinburgh Festival, you've seen so much theatre, so much oh, performance. I saw something called the uh, Shitty Sock Puppet Theatre of Edinburgh. I told you about yes, that. Yes, that's but right. I also saw a woman in gold standing still for ages, and if you gave her money, she'd move a little bit. See, this is oh, what we're talking about. Here we go. Theatre. Australia's got street performers. How does this work, Ed? Uh, Tone, basically people ring up and they talk uh, they tell us about great or not so great street performers they've seen. Yep. I will go first. During the break, there is a guy, a new guy who near where I live, there's a lot of people busking, and there is a bloke that's got a chair. It's a deck. He comes out with a deck chair. He plonks it down. Mm. He sits down. He puts a bucket because it's. He's assuming that it's going to just oh, get a rain up. cash. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. sits back and sings, "Don't tear my heart, my achy breaky fart." Uh, on, a, on a loop. He says fart instead of heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And, if you, and if you give him money, he'll sing the first two lines of In the Jungle, The Mighty Jungle, and then go back to his original material. Like not with no, no fart reference in no, there? No, 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 oh. no, no. I think that man needs a round of applause. Yeah, he's Something a genius. Fake. He's an absolute genius. But the only guy making more money than him is another guy that's just showed up. Oh. Yes. And his act is that he has an alpaca. Oh. That's oh. it. He just stands with it. He just walks around and he's dressed as a Sherpa. He's uh, probably some, he's a big guy, 40-something years old. Uh, doesn't look like he's from Nepal. I'm pretty sure he's not. Walks around. No, no he's not from Nepal. He's from Paran. Yeah, exactly right. He's from Melbourne somewhere, and he's got a little uh, little Sherpa's hat on. Wanders around with the alpaca, and people go, is that an alpaca? He says yes and puts his hand out. That's his act, and he is raking it in. Is that so, an alpaca? No, it's a carry packer. Oh, Come on. Steady. It's not Boom. Friday yet. <laughs> so that's what we're looking for is... Street performer stories. Is it rude to use the word piss week? I once saw in Edinburgh a bloke whose act was he had stolen one of those machines where you paint the white lines on the road with, <laughs> and he was doing Rolf Harris style portraits <laughs> on a tennis court. Not bad. <laughs> and you go up to him, throw him some coins, take him half an hour, but he'd have a crack at you. Not bad. <laughs> I saw a street performer in Edinburgh come out, like, for the start of his act, was he stood up. Laid down on the ground, rolled over and over and over and over, like across this patch of grass, and got up and went, That's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars for the Scotsman. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Marsden, what have you seen out there? Well, I'm from Adelaide, which, as you know, has a strong busking history. In fact, oh, yes. I think the World World Championship of busking was used to yes. be held there. It's, yes. it's, it's one place you don't want to go if you want to avoid street performance, because they <laughs> there's a plenty of them. And there's one guy, I might have mentioned him before, but he's about seven and a half feet tall. Mm. He is massive. He carries a koala backpack. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, Johnny. Johnny. There <laughs> yeah. we go. Johnny yep. from Adelaide. Yep. He's quite legendary. You can see on the internet. Gumboots. Gumboots, shorts, the koala backpack, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. and he wears like a 
lycra suit, and yeah. apparently he was really good at uh, football in his yeah, day. Yeah, he was. He was uh, his brother. He's like played for SAFNL. Yeah, F-F-F-F-L. and he's now running for Benelong. That's what I've heard. <laughs> good luck to him. But he asks for no money. What's he his act? Then he asks for no. He just walks up and oh, down, right. and he, just, he will pose for photos. Yeah. So he has no act. He's he doesn't a personality. Ask for any just wears, money. Just wears a leotard. Just a big, huge guy wearing a leotard. Remember, right? we had him on. We, you and I had him on radio. Once. That's right. We, we did. got him on radio. He well, was really lovely. The bar is certainly low <laughs> here in Australia and or Scotland's got street performers. <laughs> Call I'll us think up. Something. I'll think of something good. Anything that you've seen, we will accept anything. It's get this one triple get three, three, three. Corsets, cleavages, and cup sizes. Brought to you. By Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. That's right. The sizzle never stops here. Get this around the nation on Triple M. We're in the middle of a phone-in and, of course, a lot of people probably didn't know the number to call. How come? Because... Oh, cool. I think I may have said it over the front of the ad, so I'll, I'll just try it again. The number is one triple three. Get oh, this. Mr. Marsland. Johnny Lompre. Don't kill me, the eel. Greg Fleet is here, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Hello, I'm Johnny Lompre. Australia's got street performers. That's the premise. Is it true, Ed ha- Cavalier? Hello, Tam. Hi, how you going? Excellent. Uh, who have you seen? Ooh. Uh, I was recently in New York, and in uh, Times Square, there's a guy that just stands there dressed up as Batman. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Is he gone for the modern or the old-style Batman? No, it's the old-style Batman. Yes. There's no chest plate, unfortunately. Is your, is your head slightly tilted one way? <laughs> yeah, that's a <laughs> tilt. Tell me, Tam, uh, what's his act, Tam? Oh, he just stands there, and you have to um, give him money and have a photo taken with him. Excellent. He just stands there, and you have to give him money. Yeah. Well, Tell uh, me. Uh, I just threw him some um, Hong Kong money because um, <laughs> to me it wasn't worthwhile giving him oh. anything from the country. But yeah, that's pretty much it. You just you got to pay him and walk away with a photo. Wouldn't that is be, so Aussie, yeah. chucking him a bit of honkers money. <laughs> funny. Yeah. funny, the real Batman's act was like. <laughs> we need someone, Chief O'Hara, who can stand on a street corner doing nothing except in cash. I know, just he a man. I mean, he doesn't actually do anything. There's no yeah. pose or anything. He just stands with his arms crossed and expects Ooh. you to pay him. Nah. Of course, yeah. And isn't that Put the, up the back signal quickly? We need someone to do. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Isn't the uh, Times Square the home of the naked man? Naked was, cowboy. Yeah. He wasn't there. We were spewing. We searched everywhere for him. He's not even naked. He's not even naked. He wears man. undies. Yeah, he's got no, lots. He, he's actually um, promoted all throughout New York. Yeah. You go through and he's get the brochures and there's a naked cowboy on him. and a hat and undies on. <laughs> That's not naked where I live. Does he get paid by the uh, the New York City Council or anything? Something like that. that? I don't know. I'm not a fan of his work. He'd get major coin for just hanging around. Yeah, I'm not of his work either, pretending to be naked like that. <laughs> Anyone can do that. Yeah. Uh, hello, Sam. How are you? Hey, guys. Good to have you back. Thank you very yeah, much. Thanks. Nice to be back. Uh, what have you seen or done? Well, I was a street performer many, many years ago, about 15 years ago down in Port Ferry. Um, I used to play recorder. I was you know, just about six, five, six or seven, around that age. And uh, so I did it one weekend. I think it was over the uh, Melbourne Cup weekend. Raked in 70 bucks. And Not bad. And for a five-year-old kid, that's like all the money in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, were you actually hitting any notes at all? Um, I, I must have been doing something. I think I managed to get an amazing grace down, and that the grannies love that. Ah, and then so the next year when we went back, there was an even there was a younger kid there, oh. and uh, you know he wasn't playing anywhere near as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I I didn't have a chance. I just packed up shop. Oh, you'd yeah. been usurped. Too old. Do and you think uh, the you street performers recoil in horror when they see Kyle coming down the street? I think so. <laughs> I think everyone does. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, that's terrible. And so you gave up street performing. You hung up. You hung up your coat. You recorded that day, and you've never taken it down again. Pretty much. And is it one of those things where one day someone's going to come into the town and go, "We need you, street performer man." You go, "No way! I hung that recorder up, and you'll have to bring it down, and like you'll have to record it down." Some young kid for one last job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me that. There's a telly movie just waiting to be made. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Probably by. Who's going to play Pavarotti in the um, the telly movie? Laurie Oakes in a beard. That's Jonathan Rhys Davis. Yeah. I reckon okay. Jonathan Rhys Davis. Yeah, that's a good job. <laughs> or possibly the um, the guy, Pete, uh, the guy who played Silent Bob. Oh yeah, oh, Kevin yeah. Smith. Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. Or yeah. a bucket of pudding. All right. Hello, Stephen. How are you? <laughs> bucket hey, of um, pudding. Uh, good, thank you. Who have you seen? Uh, there's a guy in uh, Times Square again oh. who uh, um, has a sign that says "Abuse me for a dollar." Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, did you give him, him some? All the abuse. Did you give him some? Oh yeah, gave him a bit. I bet. <laughs> Aussies would be queuing up. You wouldn't be chucking Hong Kong money at that guy. <laughs> He's paying him in the royal cash. And did he cop it sweet, Stephen? Uh, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Copped yeah. it like a pretty, chill. What do you mean, pretty much? <laughs> well, there's a line, huh? <laughs> what is line? it? Abuse me. I didn't realise it didn't mean punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's extra. That's ten bucks for a punch in the face. That's. But I, I like the fact that all our uh, listeners are a bit, you know, a bit jet set today. And I love them. Yeah, yeah, I was in Times Square. Yeah, I was in uh, Trafalgar Square. Yeah, Beautiful. I, yeah, International. I was, I was down at the Esplanade at... Uh, <laughs> Waiting for a story from the mall's balls. <laughs> oh! Uh, uh, oh, that's the Mars land. I'd have that. Yeah, I've got plenty. Yeah, yeah. The Armitage. <laughs> Hello, Joanna. How are you? Hey, thanks. Hey, guys. How are you going? Yeah, Excellent. Good. What have you seen? Street performer-wise. San Fran walking down oh, the street. San There's a bush. This guy jumps out, scares you. A man who jumps out from behind a bush and oh, scares you. That's all he does. That's, that's his act. In San Fran. And people are quite yeah. happy to pay for the privilege. Yeah, he's got a little can just <laughs> out the front. After he scares them, couple, you know, throw a couple bucks in and that's all he asks for. Yeah. Well, so he's quite famous, actually. And, you know, everyone scares, knows him. He scares you and then asks for money. Oh, yeah. Doesn't it, does anyone get really upset and go, no way, you scared me, and walk off? Yeah. Oh, no, like the people around were just kind of having a good laugh and going, oh, yeah, that was funny, and then, you know, chucking a couple bucks and that was yeah. it. And I wonder if he's ever scared anyone into early death well, stroke. Yeah, yeah, that's a jo- bit scary. Joanna, is there a guy standing behind, behind him and his act is to jump out from behind a bush to that guy and to steal his money? Oh, that's a good one, actually. Yeah, yeah, there you go, John. Too many good ideas. Round we go, round and round we go. Too many good ideas. Well, that's quite a selection. I never thought I'd hear Tony Martin say, too many good ideas. I'm not sure that any of them actually were in Australia. (laughs) No. No. But let's get this, so do we really care? Local adaptation. Beautiful Aussie Aussie audiences, though. No, good ideas. You're looking for some money? Back to the bush. Back to the bush. Get behind the bush. Stop scaring people. Call us now if you uh, don't have a famous street performer that you'd like to. Are we going to throw to a phone number again, Rich? I think I just might throw to it. Uh, oh, yeah. What about, here's what we get a lot of calls about, the Prime Minister. Yes. How would he go on the street performing? Be good, be good. Johnny, be good, be good. Let's find out next on Get This. Get this. Let it be praise you from Fatboy Slim. Here we oh. get this on Triple M. Greek Fleet is sitting in. This is our new Slim time boy. slot. Slim Boy Fat. I know. It's really weird. I I, I want to know why. I want to know who I have to talk to. Because, frankly, as always, my complaint is there's not enough music. Oh, look, we're getting the music <laughs> in. And we're going to actually have some very uh, exciting music in just a moment. Because uh, people are saying, what are your political credentials? You know, there's a, there's like an election coming up. Oh. What is Get This? For people who haven't heard it before, what is the election coverage like? Well, I've dug something out from, uh, mm. this is about three or four weeks ago. We've had a few requests to replay this. 
Um, this is, I think, Paul Bongiorno. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Paul. You know, he's on 10 political, years. Yeah, political journalist. Oh, he knows what he's talking about. Labor's campaign T-shirts mirror the latest poll results. It's Kevin in 07. The government's far from impressed. Oh, look, people are looking at Kevin Rudd uh, the way they look at uh, Big Brother. In that, um... Oh. Why am I saying that? Big Brother's rubbish. Uh, yes, Big Brother is rubbish. People quite like Big Brother, don't they? Yeah, but just say it's crap, because then it'll sound like Kevin Rudd's crap. Yes, uh, Kevin Rudd is crap. Sorry, I... Mr Link from the Chain, I think. Just say that he's crap. Yes, he's crap. Well, Exhibit A, desperation. Peter Dutton. In news poll, Labor's vote even increased, back to a 12-point lead. John Howard refuses to let the fog of despair get to him. No, well, I'm not letting the fog of despair uh, get me down. That's uh, all very well, but we simply wanted to know the title of your favourite song by Smash Mouth. In Parliament, also another rabbit out of the hat. Ta-da! <laughs> Look at it. It's gay for the bit of lettuce. Oh, you just sellotape <laughs> rabbit ears onto a cat. Remember for Melbourne, we'll cat. cat's like rabbit is irrelevant. What I'm saying to you is we've got a streamline, I don't know, Queensland. Now, go with me, right? I'm suggesting a government-based if Ripley's believe it or not on the Gold Coast. Now, listen, a more Ripley's-centric system of parliament will be more effective and surprising. Though Kevin Rudd is against the imposed streamlining, Peter Beattie is meeting fierce opposition. I just say to the people in Sydney right, and Melbourne, yeah, yeah, you Adelaide, say what you Perth, want, Peter, you're all Hobart, why should you be paying yeah. for some political trickery by the Prime Minister? Look, there's no trickery here, Peter. That's what you have to understand. And tell me, is this your watch? <laughs> in the party room, the Prime Minister gave his troops a pep talk. The Vegas bus is coming and everybody's riding from north to Ibiza in the Mediterranean side. Everybody. But cracks are beginning to appear. Tasmanian Liberal Senator Stephen Parry criticised the Devonport Hospital takeover in front of journalists and a Labor staffer. It's ridiculous. The hospital should be and the whole thing should be. I mean, it's obvious. Is the minister aware that government members like Senator Parry are describing the intervention into the hospital as a and claiming mercy should have been No, oh, look, I'm not going to dignify that with a response except to say that finger bus is coming and everybody's running from north to Ibiza in the very right Paul Bongiorno, 10 News. <laughs> Thank you, Paul Bongiorno. Back to wind oh. things up in a moment. I'll get this. Oh, that'll be the choir boys run to paradise. Nobody finds this uh, funnier than the staff at Triple M here. The get this team attempting to wind up their show on time. Greg uh, thanks like for sitting in for the whole hour. Thank you for having me, although I would like to say I preferred it when it was two hours. <laughs> it is two hours. Bum, 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 bum. What? It's been oh. going for two hours. You just were sitting in for the second hour. Oh, did you already have an hour before that? Yeah, that's yes. right. Thanks a lot What's for inviting me along. Come <laughs> get this oh. on Triple M. Have you got anything to plug quickly? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a gig in, uh, in Canberra for AdFact which oh, is the Drug and Alcohol That's all Foundation. very well, but we have to get out of here, okay. I'm afraid. So come along to that gig. Our key phrase was, in fact, Ed Cavalli singing, Shannon Knoll. Break it down, sorry. Won't let go, only thing missing. Oh, Especially for Will and Lebo. Coming up next. Loud! Like it loud! And we'll be back tomorrow with Santo Chilaro. Woo!
Panamini's Nat O'Garo. It's all thanks to the Nissan Navara. What a 4 by 4 You to the year. Rugged good looks and pulling power. Oh. Now it's allowing you.